Welcome to the POC Podcast. It's a politics podcast from a POC perspective. I'm your host, Anna Zuniga, and I'm joined by the awesome Maite, who's back from vacation. Hello, everyone. Woohoo! Welcome back. Thank you. We are short on a Carla today because she got stuck in traffic, but we'll hopefully be reunited the trio next week. But we are here to cover the madness that was last week, so... We hope Maite had a good vacation because basically she's still the same. She's still fucked up since you came back. Just, just so you know. <laughs> it's different day. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> so let's start with our weekly recap. I figure we can start with Trump giving this Afghanistan speech that was on last Monday, where he basically kind of backtracked on his America First promises and all that bullshit he talked about how we he, he would have on day one quote-unquote brought all the soldiers home which you can't really do you have to have a plan for an exit but he basically without giving any details about numbers and tactics he basically said we're gonna go change to uh instead of a date plan we're gonna do it like based on the ground and we're gonna give some more soldiers but we're not gonna tell you how many which I think is some fucked up shit. Like, if you're going to expect kids to go to war, please tell us how many. This is in corporate America where you can decide what you tell your staff. Where are your bosses? You need to tell us what the fuck you're doing. And is he going to handpick who he wants to go? Because, you know, I'm sure none of the kids are going to go. His kids. Oh, yep. Or his grandchildren or anything like that. Mm, yep. Nope. And I'm wondering, Mike Pence, you have a kid in war. Are you okay with this? Mm-hmm. But no, he's just hanging out with mother. Measuring the drapes of the White House, thinking, like, I think I'm going to be president one day, mother. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really mean his little mother. I mean his wife, because that's what he calls her. (laughs) He's a a crazy man. (laughs) So he tried to be all presidential, and, of course, we went through the whole rigmarole where he got a lot of good press because, you know, he acted normal and read from the prompters. It's kind of like when the abuser come home, comes home and, oh my god, he didn't drink today and he didn't beat me up, so he's good. It was kind of like that. <laughs> he was already feeling good because he was getting good press and he was getting the quote-unquote, he's being presidential bullshit from some people in the press. Mm-hmm. So he, he was feeling good about himself. He was like, fuck this Russia that has me all upset. I'm going to go to Arizona and, st- and I'm going to stoke some fires. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out with my people and I'm going to be crazy at a rally. My day, I don't know why I do this to myself, but I actually watched the crazy rally. Because you're crazy yourself. I should just catch up on the Twitter machine or get the clips later, but no, no. I listened to the whole stupid rally. And he did the greatest hits, you know, like, we're going to get the wall even if the government is shut down. That was nice. So we went from Mexico's going to pay for it to you're going to pay for it. And if you don't, I'm going to shut down your government. It's a nice leap. He also decided, you know, to go after the quote-unquote crooked media. So that's always fun. And then he tried to do exactly what he says that they do, that they misquote him by saying, literally, he busted out papers with like, here's my speech, here's what I said. It was nice. I was presidential. Uh, Except for the fact that he didn't use the words, he didn't quote his full sentences where he said, there was violence on both sides, on both sides in regards to, to Charlottesville. And the whole Tuesday presser where he said there was good people on both sides, very fine people, and I quote, on both sides. He didn't mention that speech at all. But, you know, people are misquoting him, might they? 
fake news. It's all about the fake news. Poor baby. I think some good people are on the other side. Yeah, there's no good people when the fucking Nazis is about. Like, there's the, no. But my, th- I don't understand. Like, does he? It hurts my head. Like, we're straight up being gaslit. Like, does this idiot not think that we have tape where he'd said those words? Fake news, and, and you know that they have someone that speaks just like him and has the same tone and voice as him and looks like him, but it's not him saying this stuff. And the thing is, the sad part is, that's what his people are going to believe. Like, oh, his speech was just fine. He didn't say anything wrong. Why are they so upset about it? Not, because they're not going to go find somewhere else where it, has, where it has the full speech. Or like you said, they're going to believe that, oh, no, that was doctored. That wasn't really him. He didn't say those things. He only said the good parts. Yeah, these lefties, like, they have these ways of, like, changing people's word with the same tone. It's unbelievable. (sighs) I mean, I never thought I would live through being gaslit like this by our own government. We've all had toxic relationships where people are, like, making you think like you're crazy sometimes, you know, whether it's friendship or romantic relationships that are like that. But I don't expect to be gaslit by my government. I don't know about you, Maite. Like, no, I, I heard you say those things. I heard you say the Nazis were very fine people. I heard you. But, but I didn't think I was going to have this type of government, so. <sighs> I didn't think he was going to be president. No. <laughs> I'm going to cry like a baby, like I'm a Trump. <laughs> and just because he wasn't done, he, of course, and look, we, we have some strong feelings about John McCain, but, like, Trump is sitting in his home state, and what does he decide to do? He starts to pick a fight with Jeff Flake and with McCain because of the health care bill. He doesn't have the cojones to say their, you know, their names, but he's, it's obvious who he's talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. The people that are trying to get fame off criticizing him, that's Jeff Flake because he has a new book about how, you know, conservatism has been co-opted. Yeah, no shit. But you were, you're sitting there voting by the, to, with that co-opted. Conservatism. So I don't want to hear it, Jeff Flake. But and then he's talking shit about like we lost by one vote about the healthcare by one vote. I mean, who obviously is he talking about? John McCain. And you're sitting in Arizona, and like him or not, the least you could do is say, "Hey, I hope he recovers soon." Like any decent person would say that. Even us, when we were giving him a hard time, we're like, "Well, I hope his cancer is you know curable and that he recovers soon." Even when we were being hard on him, we were at least not hoping his death. Right. Because he's still a human being. And we, yeah. and we felt sad for being hard at him when we found out he was... Dying. <laughs> yeah, we felt pretty shitty about, like, maybe we were too hard on him. Um, I just someone that tried to censor me. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is me gaslighting you. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> but no, seriously, because I... But we're also not the president of the United States, though. Like, it, it's, I, I, I just want a decent human being in that table. And then he's not, he's still not done with it being an asshole. Because he decides to say, I'm not going to do it today, but I think Joe Arpaio's safe. He's going to be good. Basically igniting a race war. Because people in Arizona don't like Joe Arpaio. People in that little small ass room maybe did. That's the other thing. He starts tweeting, my day that, oh, I had 15,000 people. When you go to that, that venue, it only holds 5,000 people, my day. 
Do we think the fire marshal is going to allow two, three times capacity? These are technicalities that he's not talking about. <laughs> I think he meant 15,000 people outside protesting him. Maybe that's what he meant? Giving him the benefit and of the doubt? Maybe he counted the outside protesters the inside attendees. Everyone wants to be there for him. The fire marshals. Well, te- technically, they were, technically they were there for him just to tell him there to go fuck off. <laughs> there you go. All right, I, I see. I see what you're saying. That now it makes sense. Well, let's get into it with Crazy Friday. Let's just dive right in. So in the morning, uh, we found out that Trump sends his official plan to the military to ban transgender from the military. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but now he's actually officially filing paperwork, not just tooping policy, but actually sending policy for them to review and to implement. That sucks. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, instead of having the transgender individuals that have been protecting us, he's going to send his family members, right? Mm, yeah, I see Trumpito in a uniform right now. <laughs> I'll become transgender soon. Uh, I mean, you know, Kushner did have that bomb-ass, like, civilian bomb vest thing, Kevlar vest, <laughs> over, his, over his jacket. So maybe that was his version of sending them to the war, maybe. <laughs> Just pimped out. And then we found out the Nazi in the White House, to be specific, Sebastian Gorka. <laughs> That's who I mean. <laughs> you know, you have to be specific about these things. He is now out. So last week we got rid of Bannon. Now we have Gorka. So now the only white supremacist Nazi left, besides the person holding the Oval Office, is Stephen, Stephen Miller. He's still there. But uh, maybe that'll be in next Friday's news dump. <laughs> Because, you know, we got to make it up for, we're going to wait till Friday because nobody's paying attention. <laughs> Let's it's just, Friday. Let's just dump it all here. It's 2017. Everybody gets phone alerts. I'm, I think I'm, my thing, I think I'm going to have PTSD when my phone, when I have an alert from the Washington Post or, or CNN after Trump is gone. I'm like, oh my God, what do you do now? Oh, okay. <laughs> He's not present anymore. Oh my God. Boy. Oh, okay. Ah. That's, it's so nice to hear that there's going to be an after when he's gone. Oh, yes. It's coming. It's coming soon, bro. And then we had to talk about it. He fucking pardoned Arpaio. He used the cover of a fucking Category 4 hurricane coming on to Texas and a Friday news dump to say, yep, Arpaio's pardoned. Let me read you the tweet because the Cheeto had some tweets. And I've decided I'm not going to imitate his stupid voice. I'm going to read his tweets like the four-year-old that he is. And please to inform you that I just granted a full pardon to 85-year-old American Patriot Sheriff Joe Arpaio because he kept America safe. (laughs) (laughs) So that was his official announcement of it. Because he kept America safe. I know you're not on the Twitter machine, but I think I need to share this with you. I'll share it with you if you haven't seen it yet. But the Phoenix New Times, they had this epic, epic thread with basically talking about like, We've covered our prior for 20 years, and this is all the fucked up shit he did. We'll link to him in the show notes, but you guys have to read it. But I'll give you some of the highlights, my thing. He said that his jail, he described it as a concentration camp. One time as a publicity stunt, he marched Latino prisoners into a segregated area with electric fencing. Under him, the Maricopa County Sheriff's Department failed to investigate hundreds of sex abuse cases, many which involved children. He somehow found time and money to send a deputy to Hawaii to look for Barack Obama's birth certificate. 
2013, a federal judge confirmed what literally everyone knew. He'd been basically racially profiling Latinos. He tried to destroy hard drives and containing materials that, supposed, that were supposed to be turned over to the court. But my thing, you know, Hillary's emails. Yeah. No. He also kept profiling people, which is why he got charged with contempt of court and was found to be guilty as fuck. By 2015, his fondness of racial profiling had cost the county 44 millions. On top of, you know, ruining lives. But 44 million to the county and just mm-hmm. settling suits. This is who... This is the type of people that make America great. And that's not even going into, like, the fact that... I mean, I think it's a silly thing, but I think it's also meant to dehumanize and to be petty. He gave the guys pink underwear. Like, as part of their provided underwear from the, from the you know, in the jail. Like, he had people in tents outside in fucking Arizona, 100-degree heat. He literally had women give birth in shackles. This guy was not a good person, and he still refuses to acknowledge any guilt. He's still fighting, technically still fighting this case. And not only did Trump pardon him, but he was apparently, now there's news that he was trying to get Jeff Sessions to not pursue the case. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on this, Jem, Maite? Making America great. This is what makes America great. In his eyes. Uh, let's let's get let's dive deeper. Why do you think Trump did this? And this is his, his first pardon, his first presidential pardon. Do we think he did it because he genuinely likes Arpaio and that's like his boy because he's also a birther? Do we think he's doing it to be like, oh, Obama would have never done this and I'm going to troll people? Do you think he genuinely thinks he's not guilty? Or do you think this is kind of like a way to signal like, why do you I still got you. I got you. I got you, racist. Or, like, my, my biggest, because you know how I think, I'm all about Trump-Russia, I'm thinking he's, gonna, he's signaling to his people, if shit gets bad, I got you with a pardon. To the Paul, you know, Paul Manafort's and Michael Flynn's of the world. I think he did it because he's like, look, motherfuckers, I can do whatever I want, and I'm going to do this. Yeah. I, I think there's, there's a huge part of that, because he, he, he basically was asked not to come to Phoenix, because... Of everything in Charlottesville, like the 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 mayor of the city was concerned he was gonna become especially mm-hmm. if he was gonna pardon Arpaio at the rally, he felt like this is gonna legit cause a rate a race war. And he he might as well have pardoned him at the rally because just by saying, Oh, I think he's safe, I think he's safe, he was basically signaling I'm gonna do it, you know? Right. But you know, I'm not gonna do it now because I don't wanna be controversial. You already said it, you already opened your big ass mouth. I don't know. I still think, I think it probably is a little bit of all those things, but... I think he just wants to prove that he could do anything he wants. Yeah. But it's Except also... Remove Obamacare. Yeah. <laughs> Except <laughs> that. Defunct <laughs> Lebanon. <laughs> Be presidential. Please <laughs> <laughs> <You> go on. <laughs> There's a long list. I just, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say. Build the wall. <laughs> I mean, you don't need a wall if you have Arpaio making racist fucking wrapping up every person. You look Hispanic, you come over here. Get You're going back to the wall. Like, no. So, I mean, Mike, basically in the last two weeks, Trump has stood by with neo-Nazis, white supremacists, anti-transgender folks, and now racial profiters and right abuse, civil right abusers. That's who he's siding with. He's, he has part great dinner parties. I, I don't think I ever want to attend 
any of those dinner parties. I'm good because you know if your if our asses go, we're gonna get arrested because we're too Hispanic. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. We're not making out of that. We're not making out of that dinner party. <laughs> yep. I I don't think we would be allowed in. That there's probably that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what isn't the president's ball coming soon? Like, is he gonna let everyone come into his president's ball? Who knows? Probably no, because he doesn't keep any tradition. Like, he's not going to the Kennedy dinner because nobody wants him there. <laughs> like, all the early artists are like, nope, 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 we're not going. If he's there, we're not going. We're not going. It's, it's him or us. They're like, okay, it's you guys. You guys need to be there. Yeah. I'm, it's on the weekend. It's golf. Yeah. Like, come on. He's got some, he's got some golfing to do. Some he's really bad at golf. I wonder if he's even any good at golf. <laughs> he's the best. He's the greatest. He's the best golf ever seen. <laughs> in his mind. <laughs> he wants to throw a hole in one all the time. He had a perfect game of golf, my day. Oh, really? This comes from his mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. It, I mean, he's got to play some golf so he can charge Secret Service $6,000 for golf cart rentals. Oh, my God. And it's not. It's only August, my day. Sixty thousand dollars worth of golf cart rentals. He can't comp the golf carts to the Secret Service that are saving his ass and protecting him. No, he can't because that's his business. That's where he's getting money from. Sixty. I mean, he's literally bankrupting the Secret Service. Mm-hmm. I wish. I wish they would. Sixty thousand dollars. But you know what's going to happen is even the Democrats, because we're not asshole people, are going to raise the money, the limit, because you want to keep the president and his family safe. No matter how much of an asshole he is, but still, it it I, I mean, I think I've never been into the whole. Oh my God, Bush took so many vacations, or Obama took quote unquote took so many vacations, which he took less than both of them combined. But no, no, I don't know. I did Obama take vacation, but he took the whole family with him, la abuela, everyone. <laughs> but that's some bullshit because their secret service secret service literally is protecting forty six people right now that are Trump family members. 46 people because the man has five children and how many grandchildren plus all the wives of the kids 46 protectees just for trump's family that's why they're broke right now and not only that but he's constantly traveling and so are his kids for their business and they won't even at their own resorts they won't even comp a fucking golf cart I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Like, it's a stressful fucking job. Like, okay, fine. Go play golf or go hang out wherever you feel comfortable. But, like, it's kind of a dick move to be like, but pay me for my damn golf cart. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's offensive, dude. Like, if you think about it, the average, he, the average Americans, like, yeah, no. It's, and they have to pay to rent the rooms at the Trump Tower or Mar-a-Lago. What the fuck? He yes, we're paying for all this shit, might they? That's why they're sitting outside of Fifth Avenue right now because they refuse to keep paying the money they were charging. They're like, you're charging us too much to rent a floor on Trump Tower. So now they're 50,000, now they're literally 50 floors below protecting Trumpito. They're literally on the floor on Fifth Avenue, like on the street, instead of being a floor underneath, which they could have vacated and rented for free or comped. It's his fucking building. You know what I mean? It's all about the money. Like, that's what's offensive to me. Like, fine, take your vacation, even though it's a lot, but fine, take your vacation. Even though you said you would never be able to leave the White House because you'd be too busy to golf, clearly that's not the case now, that's fine. But straight up, like, what's super offensive to me, if you think about it, the average American salary, I think, is, like, somewhere between $55,000, I think, is the the average family income. Mm Mm-hmm. 
$60,000 is being spent on fucking golf carts, my thing. Just the golf carts. Yeah. Well, what we could do with that money. I, I, I could rationalize, like, okay, well, if you give them, if you give Secret Service a floor, it's a floor you can't rent on the tower. I, I sort of maybe follow that logic. If, if they get, they take a whole room, that's a room you can't rent out. I, okay, maybe I get it. But a fucking golf cart you can't comp? Yeah. You know what I mean? I could kind of like, uh, okay, it's still messed up because it's still your place and you're still putting money in your pocket, but I could kind of rationalize the Trump Tower thing and the rooms, right? But the fucking golf carts, you can't at least comp that. And it's only yeah. August, my day. Do we really think he's going to, I mean, he calls the Winter White House, so like, you know, he's asking to be back there in a couple months, like full on. Oh, yeah. He'll be he's there every weekend. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he's going to probably be there for, like, weeks at a time in, like, a couple months when it starts to get cold up here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's, he thinks he thinks going to be a snowbird. He's not retired. Snowbirds are retired. He's not. He might as well be. He, he, he acts like a retired person, just angry, angrily yelling at Fox News. I mean, that sounds like a retired person to me. <laughs> he's like the angry old grandpa that talks crazy shit from Fox News. I mean, that's all he is. All right, so let's wrap up the week with sending out some thoughts and prayers, per use, to the people of Texas, because Hurricane Harvey looks intense. And you and I both went through, Andrew, and that's just not cute. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, wouldn't wish it on anyone. And it's really unfortunate that we don't have an official acting director of FEMA during these times, or that Trump, instead of, you know, doing some shit about this hurricane or getting his act together... He's instead talking about, hey, go for it, go for this guy, go for this guy. So it's like the Rush Limbaugh of the small talk radio, which is huge in Wisconsin. They help get him. But So he's technically a Democrat, but he's really not in any kind of way. He's like, this is Trump. A great book by a great guy. How do you recommend it? That <laughs> voice. He's a toddler in the White House, my dear. So I'm just talking accordingly. So, and then he shares a link to David Clark's Twitter, which says, available on Amazon at your, or your favorite book, bookstore. So that's what he's focusing on instead of talking about Harvey. He talked about his, his 2016 win as well at some point. Still talking about that? Yeah. And I'll read you the tweet. I will also be, I, I will also be going to the wonderful state of Missouri that I won't buy a lot in 16. Damn, Sierra is supposed to make tax cuts. Republicans will win the S. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. But he's, of course, attacking, like, what? Isn't there a hurricane happening? Shouldn't you be busy with the lack of FEMA director trying to do something? I mean, he, he also had some throwaway tweets, but, you know, per usual, we know what he's really important in. That's what the first thing he toops, you know? Right, right, right. <clears throat> so that was good. That was a good time. All right, Maite, you know what time it is. It's Trump Russia time. Oh, oh gosh. It's, it's a fun one. It'll be an entertaining. What did Putin do this time? Putin Putin didn't talk about anything, but it, it talks about the, the, the scandal. So the New York Times is reporting that Mitch McConnell, in private, doubts if Trump can save his presidency. But the interesting piece of the article, uh, so basically it goes on to tell us the relationship between Trump and Mitch McConnell, the majority leader, has disintegrated to the point that they haven't spoken to each other for weeks. McConnell has privately expressed uncertainty that Trump will ever be able to salvage his administration after a series of summer crises. During the call, which Trump 
initiated on August 9th from his New Jersey golf course, renting out those renting out those damn golf carts. The on a Wednesday. This is a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. This is August 9th, I just remember the date, Wednesday. This was a working vacation, though, Maite. So uh-huh. he called... He called McConnell. Trump accused McConnell of bungling the health care issue. He was even more animated when he intimated that the Senate leaders' refusal to protect him from the investigations of the Russia interference in the, 22, in the 2016 election, according to Republicans briefed on the conversation. McConnell has fumed over the past weeks about Trump's regular threats to his fellow Republicans and criticism of Senate rules and questioned Trump's understanding of the presidency in a public speech. So he says that Trump still is enti- is entirely unwilling to learn the basics of governing. How would you like to be Elaine Chow? You work for Trump, but he's like hitting on your man. Like, what do you do? <laughs> the story also goes on to tell us that at one point, a former chief of staff for McConnell was basically kind of pointing out the fact that he's telling Trump, keep it up. Keep attacking, you know, incumbent Republicans. The, your worst nightmare is to have a Democratic Senate. So if you want to pick off, you know, Jeff Flake and Heller like you're doing by having ads against them or attacking them on Twitter 24-7, then there's going to be a Senate majority by Democrats. And that's the easiest way for you to get impeached. Which is basically in itself, if you think about it, might they, an admission that they know that there's impeachable offenses here. Right. It's just ridiculous. We talked about it, I think, last time we were all three together, that, like, this is like Lucy and Ethel at the chocolate factory. This is yet another <laughs> obstruction of justice for Mueller. Like, oh, fuck, you know, he's obstructing McConnell? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing over there, man, but he's been awfully quiet. Like, Trump Russia has been awfully quiet. I think Mueller's got that shit on lock. He doesn't want us to know anything. Yep. Definitely. I'll, I don't know. I, I guess I'll take that as a good sign that he's busy working, collecting all the chocolate. Hopefully he's collecting all the chocolate and not, like, scared city Dante. If I say anything, I'll get fired. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, he seems like, from what people have shared in some of the TV interviews I've seen, that he, that's kind of how he likes to run his ship, that when he's ready to talk, he'll have a lot to say, but in the meantime, he doesn't like saying anything. And supposedly there was somebody that was let go of the from the investigative team like a couple weeks ago, and they think that that might have been who leaked about Manafort's uh, the raid. Mm-hmm. So and it was two weeks before we found out about the raid, which is nobody realized the FBI was walking into this apartment. He didn't have a house like a, he doesn't live in a house like it's like a condo in DC right. area. So you have neighbors, you hear the fucking FBI squad coming up like. <laughs> I would be like, what's happening outside my house? <laughs> oh, shit, that's Paul Manafort's house. Like, you might want to know. No, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, so hopefully that's just the way he runs his ship, like a quiet, tight ship, hopefully. I'm, I'm hopeful, my dick, because I keep telling you, I'm like, just get him on whatever you can get him off the streets first, first, and then, you know, you can get all the second murders after that, you know? <laughs> it's like the serial killer. You get him on that whichever, you get know. Him on one- You'll find the rest. Yes. Or at least he'll be off the streets, and, you know, it's fine. I mean, can we talk about larger picture? This is not how a not guilty person, besides wherever Mueller may be with his investigation, this isn't how an innocent person behaves. Suppose they, like, turn into a shouting match, and they're both cursing and stuff on this phone call. Yeah, no. 
grown ass men who does this yeah and like Trump has the cojones like they're are, they're still protecting him what is he talking about yes there's committees but like we you we've talked about whenever they have a, a, a like a the the public uh, interviews or public testimony okay. it's always like they always derail like but what about the emails or why didn't you talk about Hillary They'll go back to Hillary. They go back to Hillary, or they're like, oh, we're, well, what about the obstruction could be from this side, and what if it's there, and why didn't anybody leak that he was not inve- under investigation before? Like, it's always something. Mm-hmm. So, still protecting him. what is he talking about? I don't, it's just not normal. Somebody that doesn't have anything to worry about doesn't act like this. If I was Trump, and I was not guilty i would be like please finish this investigation so that i can show you that i'm not go do whatever you gotta do what do you need me to show you like i'm innocent here but then i'm thinking i could i could have six thousand dollars in golf cart rentals in a year that's not that bad (laughs) sorry i'm a little hung up on the fucking golf carts (laughs) but yeah so that's our trump russia story for the week it was like it involved the turtle so it's a little lighter news no pooty poo today maybe next time Yes. Pooty Poot. I think Pooty Poot's mad anyway. Pooty Poot's been kind of quiet after he lashed out and said, kicking out all your people from here. Yeah. Um, I think he's just laughing at all this. Oh, yeah. Seeing where he fits in next. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's probably plotting 2018 and 2020 as we speak. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I do this? These yep. fools. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yes, I got the president and maybe now I can get like members of Congress. Mm-hmm. He apparently already has some, so he has compromise. Remember how there was an article that he has compromise on like 250 important people in New York and D.C.? So probably like people in the press and people in Congress. Yeah. But he's going to fill everyone. He's going to have it all. Ugh. Can't stand it. Pretty Poot's got to go. <laughs> all right, Maite. Well, that's been, that's been the week. It's been an interesting week. Yeah. Different day, different week. I feel like I went on vacation, came back, and it's the same crap. Yeah, I mean, the only difference, I think, is that while you were gone, the Nazis were literally on the street. They weren't hiding behind, like, trolling on people on, the, on Facebook or, or Twitter. They were literally on the streets with their torches. That was new, a little bit. Yeah. They're good. They're getting a little, they're getting bold, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of new to see the president defend them. That was new, too. Not surprising, sadly, but a little new. A little new. And, like, what, two other people left the administration? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no more, no more, you know, Grim Reaper uh, banner. And now Gorka's gone. He creeps me out, though. Have you ever heard a, a Gorka interview? Yeah. He's oh, like, greetings. Who's who? joins an interview and doesn't say hi thanks for having me greetings <laughs> creepy as fuck i am going to take your first board are you not even <laughs> greetings it's creepy as fuck but you know though you know who's still in the white house or in the the admin his wife and she was the one that cut a lot of the money to fighting white nationalist terrorism and that's some shit Oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. 
All right, right there. So let's wrap this sucker up. So this has been another week. We will be back next week. Hopefully, Carla can join us. Um, hit us up at POC. At least my excuse was so much better than being stuck in traffic. I know. <laughs> but, you know, shit happens. Um, so we'll be back. And you can. It happens. It does, it does. So you can find us online at pocpodcast.com. We'll have all the show notes there for all the stuff that we talked about. We're going to share that link to uh, Phoenix News Times so you can see all the madness with our pile. It's good stuff. Catch us at pocpodcast.com on Twitter machine, facebook.com slash group slash pocpodcast. And you can call us, which you guys still are not doing. Come on. Pick up the phone. I mean, I have zero voice Let's do it, guys. Tell us what you think about the turtle being insulted by Trump. And his wife is still in that damn administration still. She's still labor secretary or some shit. What your thoughts What your thoughts are about our pile being pardoned? What your thoughts are about greetings now being out of the White House? <laughs> and I've just crazy back and forth speeches that Trump had this week. Let us know what your thoughts are at 347-709-3247. Give us a call anytime. And that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week with more show. Bye. Bye.